guys, welcome back to the Growing with Joe podcast, or welcome if you're new. I'm your host, Johanna. It feels so good to be back after being gone for a while. I had so much going on in my personal life. Last week, I actually went to my cousin's wedding up in Seven Springs, and it was so fun. I had a great time. I literally haven't been to a wedding since I was like 10 years old, I think. It's been a very, very long time. I think because everybody in my family is already married like all of my aunts and uncles and a lot of my cousins are around my age and I'm only 20 years old so not really around the age to get married just yet but it was really fun and I enjoyed myself it was a nice little weekend getaway and I also have another one coming up in September I'm supposed to be going to Pensacola Florida for that and I'm really excited we just booked the trip the other day but I love Florida so much I have like a weird obsession with it <laughs> I've wanted to move to Miami for the longest time I've talked about it a hundred times on here and every time I go to Florida I have so much fun but the only thing is that September is hurricane season so why they're having a wedding that month I don't know I couldn't tell you but <laughs> let's hope that nothing happens and we added travel insurance in case we need to cancel it for that reason but I don't want to speak too soon hopefully everything goes smoothly I'm just very very excited though and also last week, I did go out with my best friend. We got all dressed up and we took pictures downtown. You know the usual. I always say this on here. But we're trying to make it a goal to go out every other week and do something fun because why not? And we both just love dressing up and taking pictures and trying out new places. It's just a fun little thing that we always do. And also, this is my last normal summer ever before I'm working a full-time job for the rest of my life. And I'm honestly kind of terrified. And I've been trying to make the most out of it and go out like every single day with my friends. So I've just been going out constantly. But anyways, we went to this restaurant called Siena Mercado and the food was really good. It was really spicy though. And I hate spicy food. Like I just don't understand how people enjoy eating things that burn their faces off like my nose was running and my lips were on fire it felt like I was having an allergic reaction I'm very dramatic but that was my own fault for not actually reading the menu they had like jalapenos in it and then the sauce was supposed to be really spicy but I didn't actually read it so that's my own fault but <laughs> they have a cute little rooftop there and someone was actually having a bachelorette party when we went so it was very busy and loud but yeah, if you guys want to see the pictures I took, you should totally go follow me on Instagram. I will have the podcast one and the main one linked in the show notes like usual. I also posted a get ready with me on my TikTok. I want to start doing that on my TikTok because I've always been into hair, makeup, and fashion, and I just love creating content like that. So definitely go check it out if you want to. I've been very active on my TikTok recently and I have a few other videos and get ready with me's and my drafts that I need to post very soon. So stay tuned for that. And I also forgot to mention that we went to this fun little pottery painting place in our area last week to celebrate my friend's graduation. We just spent the day going out. We got dinner and we did that and it was so much fun. It's called the pottery place. I'm pretty sure it's a chain so if you have one in your area or if you're based in the Pittsburgh area, you should definitely go try it out. 
They have pre-made pottery, so you don't have to make it yourself, which I was really happy about, honestly, because I'm not the most artistic person in the entire world, and I feel like if I had to make it myself, it would turn out so bad. Like, I did pottery in high school, and every time we did that and ceramics, it turned out horrible. <laughs> like, it just never looked good, but I'm happy that they had like pre-made options, but I picked out this plant holder and I painted it a beige color and I'm really excited to pick it up next week. My friend Bella, she painted a little ring holder. It had a cactus on it and it was super cute. And then my other friend Jane, she painted this other little dish and it was like a bunny, but I thought it was super cute. And if you're looking for a fun little activity to do with your friends this summer, you should definitely do like a pottery or a painting class of some sort. It was so much fun. And I also have a TikTok of that that I'm posting soon too. So definitely stay tuned for that as well. But that is all I've been up to. Sorry that was so much, but I've been gone for a while since my mic wasn't working. And that is everything that I've been up to in the past few weeks. I've been very busy. So now we're going to do the weekly affirmation. If you're new to the podcast and you don't know what I'm talking about, in the beginning of every episode, I share an affirmation to start your day or your week off great on a positive note. So today's affirmation is, I know that anything I lose is being replaced by something much better. I love this one. I was actually talking to my friend about something very similar the other day, and I was just giving her advice about a situation that she's currently in, and I was just telling her how I always see rejection as redirection and how I don't think that losing something is always a loss. And I think that whenever we lose or we get rejected or something doesn't go as planned and we have no control over the situation, we always look at it as something negative. At least I know I used to. But I've come to the realization that every time I have lost, something better came into my life afterwards. And this might sound very corny, but I truly believe that whenever you lose, the universe is removing that thing from your life so that you can attract even better, whether it be opportunities, people, money, anything. So I really like this one because I think that it's important to realize that not everything you lose is always a loss. And whenever one door closes, it usually leads to another one opening. And whatever is behind that door could be something really great. You don't know. But yeah, that is the affirmation of the week. I do get all of these affirmations from the app called I Am. It's free on the App Store if you want to get it for yourself. It sends you daily reminders and affirmations and I'm obsessed. But now we're going to do the weekly favorite. If you guys are new to the podcast and you don't know what I'm talking about, again, in the beginning of every episode, I share something that I'm currently loving. It could be a food product, activity, literally anything. So recently I've gotten very into oil pulling. I was going to make a TikTok about this and I think I still am sometime this week about my oral hygiene routine, but let me tell you guys, I am so obsessed. I've whitened my teeth so much by doing this, it's not even funny, but oil pulling is supposed to have so many benefits it removes bacteria and toxins from your mouth. It reduces bad breath. 
It prevents cavities and it can even improve your skin. And I heard it's really good for your gums as well. But all you do is put a tablespoon of coconut oil in your mouth and you swish it around for like 15 to 20 minutes and spit it out. Make sure you spit it into the trash can though and not down the sink or in the toilet because oil is not supposed to go down the drain like that. It can definitely clog your drain and cause plumbing issues so make sure not to do that but anyways I used to use whitening strips to whiten my teeth and they made my teeth so incredibly sensitive it hurt to even drink water and I had to get Sensodyne and I was looking up natural ways to whiten my teeth and oil pulling was something that a lot of people were raving about so I decided to try it myself and I've noticed that not only has it whitened my teeth but they feel so much healthier and stronger like I don't know if this is going to make any sense but when I was using whitening strips my teeth literally felt brittle like they looked good but they did not feel good and it felt like it was wearing my enamel down as well but once I started oil pulling not only do my teeth look super white and healthy they feel really healthy and I've only been doing this for like two weeks, three to four times a week. So I'm really excited to see how my teeth will get from doing this long term. But like I said, I'm going to post a video on my TikTok of my oral hygiene routine and how I got my teeth so white. So if you guys want to go follow me on TikTok, it will be in the show notes. And I will have all of the products that I use linked in my storefront as well. But that's all I have for the weekly favorite and the affirmation. So now we're going to get into our topic for today. So as you guys can see by the title, today I'm going to be talking about advice that I would give to my younger self. These are all just very random life lessons that I've learned over the years. And I know quite a bit of you guys are younger than me. So I thought that this advice would be helpful for some of you. These are all things that I wish someone else would have told me when I was in high school and growing up and navigating life. And when I was going on my growth journey and just learning lots of things about myself and I'm just really happy to be sharing them all with you and I hope that some of this advice is helpful for you guys but I'm going to be sharing nine pieces of advice that I have accumulated over the years. So the first thing that I would tell my younger self is that your past and your mistakes don't define you as a person and it's important to forgive yourself and move on. If you've been listening to the podcast for quite some time, you know that I was a completely different person and version of myself than I am now. I was partying all the time and just doing really dumb stuff and I was in such a low place mentally and I am not proud of that time period in my life. But when I started my growth and healing journey, I would beat myself up over the person that I used to be. I would think I can't go back in time and erase that. I'm so embarrassed. There's people that know that version of me. There's no going back and changing what happened. And I used to think of that in a negative way. Like there's no going back in time as if it's a bad thing and I'm screwed forever. But then I realized there's no going back in time. So why stress? Why dwell over it? Why beat myself up mentally? All I can do from this point moving forward is learning from that experience, forgiving myself and giving myself grace and moving on and doing better. I can't just live in the past forever and only put my focus on that. 
Am I proud of it? No, but it isn't the end of the world. I can use that experience as something to learn and grow from. I realize that my past and my mistakes don't define me unless I give them the power and allow them to. It doesn't have to be the end-all be-all for me unless I let it. I have the power to change my life for the better. I have the power to change my actions. I have the power to move differently and say that this is not who I am or who I want to be anymore. It's in the past for a reason. And I realized that as humans, we are supposed to grow. We're supposed to change. We're not supposed to stay the same forever. It's normal to make mistakes and do things that you regret and fail sometimes because otherwise, how would you learn and grow and mature? Every single person makes mistakes. Nobody is perfect. And once I realized those things, I moved past my perfectionist mindset and I stopped living in the past and beating myself up. Nobody can tell you who you are except for yourself. Nobody knows you better than you do. So don't let people's past perceptions of you and opinions about you ruin the way that you see yourself. You have all the power to decide and make the choice to change and move on. The world will remain exactly the same before and after you make a mistake. So the second thing that I would tell my younger self is that hiding who you are is not a good way to live your life. I've told this story so many times here. You guys are probably so sick of hearing this, but I loved the idea of doing social media ever since I was very young. It's always been a dream of mine to make an income from my phone, doing something that I already love to do. I've always been like super into makeup, fashion, hair, vlogs, sharing advice, traveling, but I was so scared to put myself out there and I never pursued it in high school because I was just terrified of being made fun of and looked at differently. And essentially I was hiding my true self and I wasn't being authentic. And I was miserable to be honest because I was pleasing everyone else around me and trying to fit in. And I didn't post content because it wasn't considered cool and I was scared of being called cringy or embarrassing or people just having negative opinions about it. So I never did it. But I realized people are going to have their opinions about you regardless. You are not going to please everyone regardless. No matter what you do, no matter how hard you try, there are going to be people that don't like you no matter what. There are going to be people that talk about you no matter what. There are going to be people that hate on you anyways. So you may as well do whatever you want to do and be authentic. But now I would much rather do what makes me happy and be called cringy and every name in the book than to hide behind a screen and be too scared to even try. Like I just got tired of watching other people live the life that I wanted to live and do the things that I wanted to do. And I realized that nobody is holding me back but myself. And I didn't want to regret never going for it. And another thing that I realized is that with starting a career on social media, in the beginning, you are going to be considered cringy regardless. Like, sorry, that's just how it is. You are going to have videos that flop and get no likes or views. You're not going to have top of the line equipment right away. People are going to undermine you, but you just have to get past that hurdle. And then once you take that first huge step, the ones after that become smaller and smaller. If there's something you want to do, but you're scared, once you get over that first hurdle and you face that really big fear, I promise it becomes easier and easier after that. Like I remember my first podcast episode, I was so petrified to post it. But 
once I faced my fear of posting my very first one and I kept posting week after week, it became so much more natural and now I'm not scared to post at all. Same with my first ever brand deal on TikTok. I was so scared to do a voiceover because so many people from my high school and my hometown followed me and I was so scared that they were going to send it to each other and talk about me. But once I faced that and I kept posting consistently, now I have no anxiety doing it whatsoever. But now I would just much rather try and fail or try and have people talk about me than never facing that fear and not doing it at all and just hiding in the shadows. Like I always think that if I never posted my first episode, I would not be here with this audience. It's really weird to think about that because I get DMs from you guys every single day about the podcast and you guys thanking me for my advice. And this podcast is a part of my daily work. So it's weird to think about where I would be now had I never even tried and went for it. So don't hide who you are and what you're passionate about. You never know how much it can change your life for the better. I think we always tend to think of the worst outcome instead of the best, but try to think optimistically. I never thought about how much of an impact I would have on other people's lives as well, not just myself. I had a lot of you guys tell me how much my episodes have helped you with anxiety and confidence and depression and bettering yourselves. So you never know who is watching who's supporting, and who you're helping. And don't underestimate yourself and hide your talents because not to sound corny, but the opportunities are endless. And when you are your authentic self, you will attract the best things into your life rather than hiding and pretending to be someone that you're not. So the third thing that I would tell my younger self is that you never know what someone else is going through and you never know the impact that you have on other people. I watched a movie on Netflix last week with Tom Hanks. It's named A Man Called Otto, and it's really good and eye-opening, actually. You guys should watch it if you have Netflix. I'm not going to spoil the whole movie, but Tom Hanks played a character that was really mean and nasty. He was a miserable man that had a problem with everything and everyone, and he was just really rude, like basically a male version of a Karen, but... Trigger warning, in the movie, his wife had died and he was a widow and he wanted to commit suicide to join her in the afterlife and nobody knew, but they all still showed kindness towards him and it really opened my eyes because I have worked in both food service and retail and I have dealt with some very rude people that were mean to my coworkers and I for no reason at all. And the movie made me realize that the way people act towards you is almost always a projection of how they're feeling on the inside and what they are dealing with personally. It almost never has anything to do with you. And I've learned to not take people's actions and words so personally all the time. And the one time I actually had a customer apologize to me for being so rude. She said that she was under a lot of stress because her son was in the hospital. He was in critical condition. And the reason that she was buying clothes was because she was staying in a hotel because he lived out of state. And after that interaction, I just realized that there is no point in being rude back to people that aren't being kind towards you. I was still polite towards her, mostly because I had to be because I was clocked in and working. But honestly, like, what is the point? If someone is being ugly and mean towards you, 
don't be ugly back. And I know that can be hard, but it's not worth your energy arguing. You're being the bigger person by not getting out of character. And your kindness could really go a long way. And that could be all that someone needs to keep going. Like if I was rude back, that would have just made her day even worse. And I'm not saying that it's an excuse for people to act like that and treat service workers like that. But once you realize that the way people treat you is a reflection of how they're feeling, you tend to not take things as personally and get as offended. And I've had so many different interactions with people from all different walks of life. And a lot of them have told me what they were going through, just really hard and traumatic things. And it really opened my eyes and made me realize that we really have no clue what other people are going through. And I've just gained a lot of sympathy for others. And I'm not saying to just tolerate verbal abuse like that, but just don't engage. Like I've gotten hate comments on my social media before and I literally just delete them and block them. I don't argue back. I'm not rude to them. I don't try to roast them back because there's literally no point. Like I actually feel bad for haters and trolls on the internet because I'm emotionally intelligent enough to realize that those people are so unhappy with themselves and their lives that they're trying to make you feel just as bad as they do. And it's sad when you think about it. Like someone that is going out of their way to watch you and think of something rude to type up to say and bully you cannot be happy with themselves. I just refuse to believe that. And anytime I get a hate comment or I have a negative interaction with someone, I just wish them well in my head and move on. And that takes a lot of maturity to do. Like the old me definitely would not do that. But I realize that I cannot control the way that people act towards me. But what I can control is how I react. And I'm not going to get out of character and be rude and make them feel even worse than they already do. And like I said, your kindness might really make an impact and you don't even know it. Like the fact that the customer realized that she was being rude, uncalled for, and she had that self-awareness to apologize when I was still being polite, it might've made a difference in the way that she treats other people and goes on about her day moving forward. Or maybe she just needed someone to talk to and vent to and I was that person that she came across. And I was very understanding and compassionate towards her. So I just try to stay unbothered, protect my peace, and I don't let ugly make me ugly because that becomes a domino effect. And if you're rude to someone and ruin their day, they might take it out on the next person and ruin their day. And then the pattern just continues. So be the end to that or try to start a positive domino effect. Like the other day, I went to Blaze Pizza with my best friend and they were extremely short staffed, like very bad. It was literally just the manager doing everything. And we waited for like 45 minutes for our pizza and... The other people in line were starting to get a little bit snippy and rude and I just felt so bad for him and he kept apologizing. So my friend and I, we tipped him like a good amount. And I'm not saying this to be like, oh wow, like look at me, I'm so nice because I tipped a worker. But I'm telling you guys this because we could have gotten annoyed and been rude to him like everyone else was, but that's not helping the situation. That's not making the food come out any faster. It's not making the manager work any harder. And I could just tell that he was very flustered and stressed. And when we tipped him, he looked like really relieved and happy. And I'm glad that we made his day and did something nice for him. And we went at like eight o'clock at night and he said that he was the only one there from eight in the morning and he never got a break and he was on his feet for like 12 hours straight running the store by himself. 
So that's just another example that you never know what someone else is going through and your kindness can really make an impact and make someone's day better. So just remember that the next time someone is rude to you or your service is slow or you get a hate comment or whatever, just be the bigger person. So the next thing that I would tell my younger self is to not let someone drive the car down the path of your own life. Take the keys and drive it yourself. I saw that quote on Instagram a while ago and I love it. I remind myself of that all the time now because I remember when I was in high school and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. I was only listening to other people and outside advice. I was only taking my parents' advice and my family's advice and my teacher's advice and my friend's advice. And I went to college even though I had no idea what I wanted to do and I didn't have a plan because I felt pressured by my family and by society. Everybody in my school already committed and had their majors picked out. And I felt like I needed to go to school because everyone else was and everyone else was telling me to. I was taking everyone's advice and listening to everyone else but myself. Not once did I ever consider my own feelings and my own passions and what I wanted to do. I was neglecting my own dreams. And halfway through college, I realized I don't want to do this. I'm not enjoying myself. This isn't the route that I want to take. I just don't want to do the traditional nine to five. And I definitely got a lot of pushback from my family. My mom's side is very old school and... They believe that the only way to be successful is to get a bachelor's degree at a university and they didn't like that I was not choosing to go that route any longer and they tried convincing me out of it and they would only focus on the negative and for a while I let that discourage me and get me down and their scarcity mindset was starting to affect me and I was starting to think that way but then I realized this is my life this is not my aunt's life this is not my grandma's life this is not my mom's life this is mine and I can live it however I want to and do whatever I want to school will always be there I can always go back my dreams and passions will not and I don't want to miss out on this opportunity. I've always been the kind of person that jumps at any opportunity I can because life is short. And my biggest fear is not living life to my fullest potential and not ever taking risks and not doing what makes me happy. So I had to put myself first for once and actually ask myself, what is it that you really want to do? What are your hobbies? What are you good at? What do you actually want to do as a career instead of just picking a random major and a job because of the money and not even considering whether you would be happy doing it or not? And I started trying out different things and I figured out what I loved and I took control of my own life. And I'm so happy that I made that decision instead of just doing what a lot of people do, which is pursuing a career that their parents want them to do and going to college because they were told to or continuing the legacy in their family that they want them to follow. And it's definitely not fun hearing all of those negative opinions and comments after you take your own path. It can feel very discouraging, I'm not gonna lie, and it can feel like you're being underestimated. But like I said earlier, I would much rather people have their opinions and talk about me and not agree with what I'm doing than me pleasing everyone else but feeling completely unhappy and unfulfilled. I just knew deep down inside that a nine to five was not for me and I would feel very restricted and depressed because that's how I felt in high school. And that's fine if my family wants to do that and live their life that way, but I don't. I don't need to live in their shadow and do what they're doing. And I just had to remind myself that this is my life and I am in full control. 
And at the end of the day, it's my decision what I choose to do with it. I can take the keys and drive the car down my own path. I don't need to just hop on a bus and go where everyone else is going if it doesn't make me happy. There's nothing wrong with that. So the next thing that I would tell my younger self is to stop rushing things and trying to take control over every situation. Good things take time. It took me a very long time to grasp this because I've always been a control freak and a perfectionist and I've always wanted things to go my way. But I finally came to the realization that I cannot force things. Life will naturally have its ups and downs and I will attract the right things when it's time. I can't force people People to stay in my life. I can't force bad things from not happening. I can't force when it will be my time to win or succeed. It will come eventually. And I had to learn that life comes in waves and I have to just go with the flow. I cannot take control over every situation and that's fine. And this kind of relates to the affirmation from earlier. I know that anything I lose is being replaced by something much better. Good things take time. You haven't found the perfect job yet. Maybe you need to experience the lows of your current job before you start a new one and feel the highs that that will bring. You haven't found your perfect significant other yet. Maybe your past relationships are teaching you things so that you'll have the healthiest relationship you'll ever be in. Your career hasn't taken off yet. Maybe it's teaching you patience and discipline. Things don't always go your way for a reason. It might be a blessing in disguise. Like I remember when I started this podcast, I didn't get monetized until about six or seven months in. I forget the exact date, but I remember right before I started making money from this podcast, I was starting to get extremely discouraged because I was putting so much time into this. Like it was taking me hours on end to draft out the episodes and then record them and edit them and upload them and advertise them. It was taking so much work and I was getting absolutely nothing out of it. And I remember the week before I got monetized, I almost gave up and I almost quit. And I just think about that. Like, what if I just quit? right before I got monetized, right before it took off. And I've made it pretty far in less than a year. I'm almost at 60,000 downloads, almost at 9,000 followers. I'm listened to in over 100 countries and I'm not done yet or even close to where I want to be yet. But I honestly think that that was teaching me discipline and I'm so thankful that it didn't go the way that I wanted it to and it didn't take off immediately because it was teaching me how to work without reward. It was teaching me to stick with something without knowing the outcome it would bring or how long it would take and just doing things because I believed in myself. Because beforehand, I would start so many different things and I would give up right away if they didn't go exactly the way I wanted them to or if I wasn't successful at it right away. And it taught me not to just take the easy way out or give up on myself so quickly. And it really was a blessing in disguise. And I really do think that good things take time. It's not just going to fall into your lap. You have to learn to put in the work, no matter what that thing is, a job, a relationship, friendships, anything. And you have to just learn patience and understand that as long as you are doing what needs to be done, you will attract the right things into your life. It's important to let go and let things come to you when it's time rather than forcing them. Life is not a race and it's not about who gets the best career first, who has the best significant other, who has the best house. You shouldn't feel rushed or have to chase those things. If you have to force them, you are not really worthy of them in the first place. Let them come to you and let things come and go naturally and trust the timing in your life and the things that you will attract. 
Another thing that I would tell my younger self is that if you enjoy it, whatever it is, it's not dumb and it's not a waste of time. Do it unapologetically. I have so many hobbies and little quirks that I enjoy doing and I used to hide those things and do it in secret and now I just do it anyway and I don't care what anyone else thinks. Like I love doing this podcast every week. I love getting dressed up and making content. Like I said, I started posting Get Ready With Me's on TikTok. I love doing small things like getting Dunkin' and going thrifting. I like to sing. I love going on walks. I love decorating. I love taking pictures of what I'm doing and who I'm with. I like reading and those hobbies are what make me, me. I think we all try so hard to fit in and do what is trendy and we don't showcase what our actual interests are and what makes us different. And to me, it's so refreshing to see people genuinely doing hobbies that are unique and interesting to them and creative. Like I love scrolling on TikTok and seeing singing videos, dancing videos, people making their own jewelry, posting workout routines, doing these really cool makeup looks, dressing differently and just making really cool content. And I know it can be scary to be different, especially in high school, but I think we need more authenticity. And if there's something you're talented at or really good at and you really enjoy it, practice it and showcase it. And don't feel ashamed about it. Don't feel like you need to be doing what everyone else is doing and feel like you need to fit in with everyone else inside the box. Because our talents and our quirks and personalities are what makes us all different. And your hobbies make up who you are as a person. People will appreciate that about you. So don't feel like your interests are a waste of time or they aren't cool enough or you need to suppress that part of you because Being authentic and being unapologetically you are one of the rarest traits to have today. And the right people will love and appreciate those things about you and support you. And if it makes you happy, then that's all that matters at the end of the day. So another thing that I would tell my younger self is to start investing in myself and taking myself seriously and stop neglecting my own needs. I went through a really dark time period in my life where I was just completely neglecting my physical health, my mental health, my own dreams and desires. I didn't have a regular sleep schedule. I was barely sleeping. I would barely eat. And if I did, the food I ate was so unhealthy. Just feeding myself complete garbage every day. I would scroll on social media for hours on end. And I really messed up my dopamine levels. I would never exercise. I would lay in bed all day doing nothing. I wasn't getting the help that I needed for my mental health. And I just felt completely awful every single day. My body felt like crap. I had this brain fog and I was very depressed. My mental health was horrible and getting worse by the day. I wasn't going after the life that I wanted. So I had no drive in me or anything to really keep me going. And that was probably the worst time period in my life. And I came to the realization, not to scare you guys, but we only have one life. We only have one body. This is our first and last time living. And it's important to invest in yourself and take care of yourself so that you are the best version of yourself that you can possibly be and the healthiest version of yourself that you can possibly be and the happiest version of you. And when I was just neglecting all of my needs and putting no time into myself at all and living on autopilot every day, I felt horrible. But once I started pouring into myself, 
I noticed so many changes. I immediately felt happier. My body was thanking me and responding well when I actually started to sleep normally and eat healthy, balanced meals and exercise consistently. Who would have thought? And when I started investing time into my dreams and creating content rather than watching people on my phone all day and doing nothing about it. And when I started focusing on my mental health and my healing journey, you only get one you, so treat yourself like gold. I don't care how narcissistic that sounds. You should come first in your life. Your needs matter. It's okay to be selfish sometimes and focus on you and pour into you and invest in you. The most important relationship that you will ever have is with yourself. And if you don't have a good relationship with yourself and you're not taking care of your own needs, you're not taking care of your own health, you're not doing what makes you happy, you're not respecting your own boundaries, every other aspect in your life is going to start to fall apart. I promise you that. And I'm telling you guys this from firsthand experience because that was me. It's like a domino effect. But once you start to invest in yourself and mend your relationship with your mind, body, and soul, things will start to come together and you will feel a million times better. If you feel like crap, it's probably because you're not doing these things. You're probably not sleeping enough. You're not eating nutritious meals. You're not drinking enough water. You're not getting enough sunlight. You're laying in bed all day watching other people live their lives instead of building your own. You're not meditating. You're not taking care of your mental health. And obviously I'm making a generalization. I'm not talking about every single person and every single situation. I'm sure you guys understand that, but I don't want people to take that in the wrong context. But that is literally what I was doing. And my mental and physical health went from zero to 100 once I started investing in myself and taking myself seriously. So invest in self-care invest in your dreams, invest in your physical health and your mental health. It is so incredibly important. So the next thing that I would tell my younger self, and I think this is one of the most important ones that I added in here, is to not fear failure, fear being in the same exact spot forever. I used to be so terrified of failure being the perfectionist that I am. One of the reasons that I was so terrified to do social media for the longest time was because I was scared that I would put out content and it would flop and I wouldn't get any likes or views and I was scared to just look like a fool and get made fun of. And it's very vulnerable putting yourself on the internet for everyone to see, especially starting out when you don't have an audience and everyone can form their own opinions about you and comment about you and you have no control over that. And I was just scared of failing and I was thinking about the worst possible outcome. But then I realized failing is not what I should be concerned about because it's inevitable. I don't even consider failing as a negative thing anymore. I consider it a learning experience. But I think that what I should be concerned about is never going for it, never even trying, being too scared to even attempt it and staying the same, living the same life doing something that I don't actually want to do because I don't believe in myself enough. That is what I'm scared of. Every time I feel discouraged or I'm having limited thoughts about life in general or I'm scared of failing, I think about what older me would say. And I know for a fact that 80-year-old me would regret not trying more than trying and failing because not to make this about astrology, but if you guys didn't know, I'm a Sagittarius and our sign is very adventurous, very optimistic. We want to make the most out of life and take advantage of every opportunity. And I've always been like that. I always say yes to every opportunity thrown my way because I just want to make the most out of my life. And 
I've never regretted saying yes to anything and I've made some of the best memories by just taking the risk and saying yes and I think they shaped me as a person and taught me a lot about myself and personally I would rather try 100 different things and fail at all of them than to just sit in the same spot doing the same thing forever like the thought of that just terrifies me just living a mediocre life and doing nothing that makes me happy because I'm paralyzed by my own fear. So if there's something that you really want to do, but you're scared of failing at it or you're having limited thoughts, my suggestion is to think of the best possible outcome rather than the worst. That is what I had to do when I put up my first few episodes. I started out with only 119 downloads. OGs know this. I have a screenshot. And I was feeling very discouraged. I was getting no views, you know, no downloads, no comments, no follows. Like I thought I was flopping, but I kept going and I stayed optimistic. And now I'm at almost 60,000. Now imagine if I never did it. Imagine if I was too scared of failing. I would not be in the spot that I am now. I would not have the audience that I have now. I would not be making the money that I am now. I would be exactly where I was before doing nothing, probably more depressed and laying in my bed, rotting away, doing nothing with my life. So don't be afraid of failing. Be afraid of being in the same exact spot forever and not living your life to your fullest potential and not believing in yourself enough to even go after your passions. So the last thing that I would tell my younger self is that you will always have secret supporters and admirers no matter how hateful and critical the world might seem. You never know who is listening. You never know who you are inspiring. You never know the difference you will make. And you matter and you truly have an impact whether you realize it or not. When I started social media, I didn't really think that my advice would be that impactful. But little did I know that I would get hundreds of DMs and emails from you guys all over the world, all over the country telling me how much I've inspired you guys and helped you through dark times. Like I had a woman the other day DM me on Instagram and tell me that she is 50 years old and she thanked me because my podcast has helped her with confidence and she's struggled with low self-esteem and confidence her whole life. And it's just so crazy to me that me, a 20-year-old girl living an average life from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is helping people from all different walks of life, all different experiences people of different genders, ages, countries, telling me that I have made a difference to them. And before, I would underestimate myself so much. I thought that my advice wouldn't be good enough. My content wouldn't be that great. I wouldn't gain an audience. And here we are. And I've told this story before, but in high school, I wanted to do social media so bad, but I was too scared. But there were some people in my school that did it. And some of them did get made fun of. But I would always watch them and I would think how inspiring they were and how I wanted to do that. And I would look up to them because they were so brave, but I never told them. So I once was a secret admirer and supporter. I looked up to those people and they never even knew it. And I have to remind myself of that every time I feel down about myself. As much haters and trolls and bullies are out in the world, there are also people that look up to you and are inspired by you and you don't even know it. You have no clue because some people just don't voice it. So don't let closed-minded people get to you and don't let your own limited beliefs get to you. You do make a difference in the world whether you believe it or not. So that is all of the advice that I would tell my younger self. 
The summary of this is to just live unapologetically, do what makes you happy, say yes to more opportunities, and make a positive difference in the world. I really hope that you guys like this one and this advice was helpful for you, whether you are younger than me or not. I hope that this was inspiring and uplifting for you in some way. But if you're new and if you like today's episode, I would appreciate it so, so much if you guys followed the podcast, left a rating, and turned on the notification bell so that you guys know when I post next. We're almost at 9,000 followers on Spotify, and I'm very, very excited. And also, like I said earlier, I will have all of my other social media linked down below in the show notes for you guys. Like always, if you want to follow me on TikTok and see all of my lifestyle content, or if you want to follow the podcast Instagram and see all of the updates on what's going on, when I'm recording, when I'm posting my reels, I post cute little quotes and affirmations. I think you guys will like it. Or if you want to follow my main Instagram and see more like fashion and lifestyle content, it's up to you, of course. But yeah, thank you to all of you that tuned in for today's episode and listened all the way through. And thank you to those of you that follow me already and listen every single week. It means the world. But I will see you guys next week. Bye.